Money News, the market wrap. After another interest rate hike yesterday, the stock market and the economy has now had 24 hours to digest the news. And our market today did regain most of yesterday's losses. The order is up 27 points to 7,740. But yesterday's RBA decision was really around discretionary spending and non-discretionary inflation. Like, that's the unavoidable. So we can't, you know, not pay for our rent. We can't not pay for our mortgage. We have to pay for food and fuel. And that still is an astonishing 8.4% for the 12 months to December 31, 2022. So he had no choice, Dr. Philip Lowe. But... Back to reporting season. And Borrell today, they had a net profit that soared 53% to $56 million over the six months to December. And their shares soared more than 12% to $3.94. We're going to talk more about them in a minute. And BWP Trust, which most people may not have heard of, but they're the largest owner of Bunnings Warehouse sites in Australia with a portfolio of 65 stores. Their profit plunged. 68% to $111 million for the six months of December, despite the fact that we fell in love with Bunnings through the pandemic. Their shares were marginally down to $3.89. Flight Centre has completed its purchase of UK-based luxury travel holdings. Scott Dunn for pounds $121 million. Shares up 2.5% to $18.61, so the market like that. And Amcor, the world's largest packaging company, they pushed through the $1 billion price level for customers in the December half year as inflationary pressures are still a big factor for them. So shares fell 3% to $16.70. Dexas Industria, their profit dived more than $1.4 million for the six months and shares were down to $3.05. And Suncorp, well, they had a better than expected result and you wouldn't have thought so with all the floods that we've certainly had on the East Coast and some of the natural disasters. But they said that their gross written premium had risen 9% driven by pricing response to inflation and increased natural hazards and reinsurance costs. So their shares were up more than 4% to $13.04. For more on tonight's market moves, I'm joined by Kate Hanrahan, a private client advisor for Sequoia Wealth Management. Kate, welcome to Money News. Hi, Scott. Thanks for having me on. Kate, let's start with the banks and financial stocks because the banks yesterday had a bit of the wobbles after 2.30 when the RBA did increase interest rates and then said that there'll be more to come. But analysts are also saying that there could be a pickup in bad debts if economic conditions start to deteriorate. What are your thoughts in this space? Yeah, well, Scott, you know, the 25 basis point rise was largely expected yesterday, but what was not so widely anticipated was the hawkish tone of Governor Lowe. As we know, banks are currently experiencing the upswing in earnings thanks to higher interest rates. But if economic conditions do continue to deteriorate, we would expect to see an increase in bad debts. Household budgets are under increasing pressure as the fixed rate mortgages roll into higher variable rates and the savings rate has declined as households chew through their savings. That's that's right, Kate. Like the, the big factor, the, the big white elephant in the room is a lot of people who've had fixed mortgages that are going to come yes. into variable. Having said that, though, we need to keep in mind that banks have very strong balance sheets and they should be able to absorb an increase in bad debt. Yes. Now, let's talk about Borrell. What a massive increase in profit, yet this is a company that has held back on its dividend. Now, so many of our listeners who are retirees are relying on dividends when they do buy stocks. So what's the strategy behind Borrell holding back on paying out a dividend to shareholders? Well, Scott, I might talk a little bit about the result first. Um, so it's safe to say that um, Kerry Stokes will be a much happier man tonight. <laughs> yes, he will. Being the, 
the largest shareholder of Boral. Um, they reported their first half results and the stock closed up, so that's good for your retirees. It was up 12.7% and closing just below its six-month highs. Um, the reason or the driver for the result was largely product price rises and a focus on costs. Um, so the underlying earnings were up 53%. The restructuring that the company has undertaken and the focus back on Australian business after selling out of the North American business is obviously paying off. However, the shareholders are going to need to be patient um, as there's no interim dividend, as you said, being paid. And look, the reason for that, as the company stated, was that the free cash flow didn't warrant an interim dividend payment and they had a limited franking credit balance. So they're probably just being cautious in this environment, Scott, which is what we would want from any responsible management. Fair call. Let's let's head across to Amcor, uh, the world's largest consumer packaging company. We know that whenever we go to the supermarket, that most of the packaging is done by Amcor. A tra- absolutely terrific result today, but they're nervous as well about inflation, inflationary pressures. And we've seen that some of the companies who are worried about guidance, their shares have fallen. What were your thoughts on Amcor's result today? Yeah, look, Scott, Amcor had a really good, solid result. Um, but the near-term outlook was um, a bit cautious and the stock closed down 3.3%. Um, now, this is a company that increased their quarterly dividend from 12 to 12.25 cents and they also increased the share buyback to $500 million, which is all good for investors. Um, with Amcor's business, it's defensive in nature. Um, the majority of its customer base are in consumer staples and healthcare. Um, and as it's done in previous years, they were able to pass on price rises, which were attributable to the higher material costs. In fact, for the December half, they, they were able to push through a billion dollars in price rises to customers. The bottom line is that this is one of those stocks which is both defensive in nature and has pricing power. And both of these characteristics are what you want in a difficult economic environment. And finally, Kate, we're asking all of our market wrap experts this week and through the reporting season, give us a stock to watch on your watch list that we could be keeping an eye on that might be a potential winner and maybe a stock that might disappoint investors who are concerned about their portfolio. Okay, Scott. So here comes the crystal ball. But for the potential winners, I like the beneficiaries of the China reopening story. Um, We expect that these companies are going to have upbeat outlook commentary. Um, So in particular, I think that inbound tourism from China is going to provide growth for companies uh, such as Webjet, Flight Centre and IDP Education. For the misses, I'm going to head over to the consumer discretionary. These stocks will disappoint if they don't provide an outlook, which is what we saw happen with Nick Scarly, or if the outlook's cautionary. So I'll be keeping an eye on stocks such as Temple and Webster, which may disappoint. Kate Hanrahan, Private Client Advisor at Sequoia Wealth Management. Thank you so much for joining me this evening on Money News. Thanks very much, Scott. Have a good night.